Being a Better Man, Episode 31. Manhood is a responsibility. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Join us as we focus on the actual character of men rather than merely the trappings of manhood, where we discuss getting the best out of yourself instead of trying to get the better of someone else. We have one singular mission, being a better man today than we were yesterday. Now prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for being a better man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herigstad. Today's episode of Being a Better Man is brought to you by the Mentoring Program. Personal, customized, one-on-one coaching and mentoring about anything that has to do with being a man. Offered exclusively at beingabettermanpodcast.com. Look for mentoring in the menu or click the link in the show notes of this episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Being a Better Man. For the next few minutes, I will be your host. My name is Alf Herigstad. Now before I get into this episode, I want to tell you about something new I'm doing. Starting right now, whoever goes to my website at beingabettermanpodcast.com and subscribes to the email list, You will not only receive the report, Five Steps to Become a Better Man, immediately, but I will also email each new subscriber a link to my scheduler, which will enable you to schedule a 15-minute phone call or Skype session with me. You don't have to use it right away or ever, but if you do have anything you'd like to discuss with me about the show, or if you have questions about life, or if you just want to say hi and shoot the breeze, then you can schedule that talk. There is no agenda. This is really just me wanting to get to know my listeners on a deeper level. Just to be clear, you will only get this link if you subscribe to the email list. Okay, today's episode is inspired by a listener. A fellow by the name of Rich went to the website and wrote, How does the way we act as men impact younger boys or men becoming boys, in your opinion? In my experience as a teacher, I have found that men are role models for aspiring youths, whether or not they realize it. What we put out into the world can influence younger generations more than we can quantify. Because of this influence, it's important to be conscious of how we act. Very few men, from my own observations, seem to understand this. Thank you, Rich, for that question. I have touched on this topic in some previous episodes, but I've not devoted an entire episode to it. And it is a topic that is worthy of review because it is a critical component of being a man, in my opinion. So thank you, Rich, for your question. For those of you who have listened from the beginning... You should already know how I feel about this, but we have new listeners coming on board all the time. So the short answer to Rich's question of how does the way we act impact younger men or boys becoming men is profoundly. The way we act impacts all the aspiring men around us in a profound way. I would take it a little further and say that the way we act 
doesn't only impact younger men, but all the men we are around, to include our peers. Even older men can be impacted by the way you act. So I agree with Rich's statement that we are all role models, whether or not we realize it. It is so true. This is an excerpt from my first blog post on the website. I'll include a link to the whole article in the show notes because it is relevant to this topic. So you could, you should go read it. I wrote, quote, What does it mean to be a man? The shortest, most concise answer is this. A man is an example. What kind of example is obviously up to the man himself, but every man is a living, breathing example to someone. Your children, your friends, your co-workers, people on the street you don't even know. Someone is always watching you. And in that moment, you are the example of what manhood is. Even when you're all alone, you are watching you. When thought of this way, it becomes obvious that what else being a man is, being a man is a responsibility. Obviously, manhood is much more complex, and we'll continue to explore that further as the podcast evolves, but if I had to squeeze manhood into two words, they would be example and responsibility. At the core, that is what it means to be a man, unquote. So if you ever find yourself wondering why you bother to be a better man today than you were yesterday, this is why. Because everything you do Every word you speak is being watched by someone, and you are being an example. As such, it is your responsibility to be the best example you can. In Rich's question, he was exactly correct when he said, what we put into the world will influence younger generations more than we can quantify. So true. When I was young, before I could even talk, I became aware that I was male that I was more like my father than my mother. Luckily, I had a great father who was an exemplary example because I started watching him, studying him, and emulating him as I grew and developed into a young man. Truth be told, I still haven't stopped watching him. He's 80 years old and remains not only my first, but also the best example of manhood I've ever known. And just like I watched my father... I also watched other men. I think it's something all men do, unconsciously. It's hardwired into our brain to study other, more experienced males to give us clues how to act and react to situations. Our brains take in all this data, and that combines with our own personality and experience and forms the kind of men we ultimately become. These other men or boys you are around may not seem like they are watching you. They probably don't even realize it their self. But it's happening just the same. Rich said that he was a teacher. And I would suspect he has become aware of this because he is surrounded by young men every day. And young men instinctively yearn for a good example. They can't help it. They're drawn to strong examples of masculinity and men who make the extra effort to be examples. I've seen this many times in my own life as well. I've wound up mentoring younger men 
who came to rely on my counsel and advice. And with older men, I became their confidant, and they also asked me for advice. I was trusted and respected by them. Why? I believe it is because I know who I am, and I live and act and speak like a man who is confident and who knows himself. That alone will attract the attentions of younger men who are still figuring out who they are, and older men who aren't happy with who they are. There's a problem with this natural formula, though. Like I said, younger men are drawn to strong, confident examples of masculinity. The problem is that sometimes, many times, these examples are not positive ones. There are a lot of guys in this day and age growing up without a father. If the only strong, confident, masculine men they encounter happen to be criminals, then guess what? That's the example they get, and that's what they emulate. Have you ever wondered why so many young men join gangs and begin a life of criminal enterprise in spite of the consequences? That's why, because in the absence of a good example, they go with the one they have. Overseas right now, ISIS is also taking advantage of this male predisposition to emulate their elders by recruiting young men into their ranks. It's a problem, guys. Actually, I believe it's a crisis for our species. There are not enough men today who realize the profound impact each of us has on the coming generations. As a result, there's a shortage of positive examples of manhood. One of the aims of this podcast is to help increase the number of good examples. There are a lot of great guys who live honorable lives, and they are being good examples. I don't want to diminish their existence. But imagine how much more impact these men could have if they were aware of their influence. If every man left his house each morning with the knowledge that everything he did and said might have some impact on another man's life. I wonder if that would affect the way men went through the world. I'll give you an example of what I mean. I've been aware of this responsibility for several years, decades, actually. It really started for me when I was 20, and I spawned a son into the world. Suddenly, everything my dad had ever done for me, by way of an example, became extremely clear, and I knew that it was now my commission to provide the same for this squalling, pink, screaming, almost hairless person. As time went on, as a result of raising my son, I became more and more aware of this wonderful gift of example. I began offering example more freely to those around me. I was aware of my actions and my language. I would speak what I was thinking and why I thought it. When possible, I would stop and explain things in a way that left the listener free to take it or leave it. It was a gift, after all. So whether you signed up for it or not, whether you like it or not, you, my friend, are an example to all the other male humans you encounter from day to day. It's a huge responsibility. And once you become aware of it, it's a responsibility that is difficult to ignore. The purpose of this episode is to make you aware of it, to get you to start thinking about it, and give you even more reason to be a better man today than you were yesterday. 
It occurred to me just now that I'm only talking about being an example to other males when our example to the females of the world is equally critical, different, but just as important. I'll do a follow-up episode about that because it'll take an entire episode, so be looking for that one. It's the other half of this equation. Well, that's it for today, guys. Now go out into the world and be an example. Be the best example you can be. And in doing so, you will be a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad, signing out.